0: With Chime Secure Credit Card, you can start improving your credit scores with everyday purchases and regular on-time payments. Get started at Chime.com slash build. The Chime Credit Builder Visa Credit Card is issued by the Bancorp Bank N.A. or Stride Bank N.A. members FDIC. Results may vary. See Chime.com for details. Terms and conditions apply. Go to Chime.com slash disclosures for details.
1: This is your good friend, Patrick O'Dowd, joined by his good friend, the lawyer, David Ungar, and we are here welcoming you in to another edition of Hockey Talk, two weeks in a row, people. This is not a drill. Dave and Patrick are back until next week when Patrick may or may not be bowling in a bowling tournament. But that is, I kind of kept that quiet because I don't know for certain 100%.
3: Okay, well, I
1: kind of well, do. You'll qualify. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm Come on, bull- we know you're going to. I'm. Bu- it. I'm it. i will probably bully it. But um, that's okay. That's okay. That's next week's problem. Hockey talk, of course, brought to you uh, on the Chairshot Radio Network, and part of the Chairshot.com, where we remind you to always use your head. The Chairshot.com. Always use your head. Make sure if you love what we do, you head over to forward slash Chairshot and invest in one of the many delightful chair shot shirt designs we have out there they're only $19.99 spend a few dollars more get them soft style and your giblets will thank you they'll appreciate it it'll be delightful dave are we the only people in chair shot watching hockey because I'm, I'm assuming everybody else is living and dying like they're living with their football teams right now like pc Tunney is sad as we record here on sunday he's sad kickers man kickers yeah just brutal ray cash is celebrating uh, if if both of these forces collide in a future recording uh, of the bandwagon nature, could be a fun start to the show. But I um I didn't watch football. I followed hockey. There was no good games on in my region. Here Here's the thing that sucks for me as a hockey fan. Everybody knows I'm a St. Louis Blues fan, but I live in Massachusetts. My options for hockey games, unless the Blues are playing the Bruins, are the Bruins, maybe the Rangers, maybe the Islanders, sometimes Pittsburgh, and like, none of those are teams I want to watch. And this week, you know, it was of interest to the two of us, personally, as the Caps fan and the Blues fan, got to experience a home-and-home where we split, so (laughs) it was a wash either way. I mean, the Blues, it's funny. Because Washington won the first game after, and first of all, Dave, again in true David Ungar fashion, congratulations on your sweep. That that's David Ungar before the games even started. Holy crap! My my caps pulled one out. Like, and I had to remind you, Dave, the Blues are trash. Like, it's a trash team right now, man. I love my team. They're not good, and they they clearly have a ways to go. Neither before. of them. Neither of them are good. So, right. So two trash teams play each other. They split as two trash teams are want to do. And and, and that was that you. Uh, did you actually do you have the mechanism? Of, I've never asked about like what sort of television streaming packages you have. Do you have the ability to watch your caps or or, or hockey on a regular basis?
3: Yes, I got uh, that. Uh, the bundle, the ESPN Disney Plus bundle comes with oh, and, okay and you can uh ever since espn got the nhl back you can um you know you tell who your favorite team is and as long as it's not on one of the national broadcast things um like nbc or T- they'll yeah you can usually watch it so yeah i caught i don't think uh the, yeah the blues game was on yesterday but it was pretty evident early on that yeah this is going to be <laughs> not not the same team that showed up two
1: nights earlier right fun fact um the O'Dowd's are considering moving away from the direct TV and shifting fully to streaming. And part of that, the Mrs. O'Dowd is uh, willing to up the game to combo the Disney ESPN plus package. So I can get all of those, you know, nobody cares about college basketball games that are, that are listed there. Um, and, but the hockey package would be part of it. And, that and I nice. want to
3: get rid of direct TV, but it's, it's like, it's like if you go to the basic lowest tier package, you don't get like ESPN or something like that. But yeah, but that's the thing. ESPN plus
1: is not the same thing. So it kind of like, right. Well, shit. <laughs> right. Well, and for me, honestly, like I don't watch, like I don't watch ESPN unless a game I care about is on ESPN. Now, like that's really kind of where I am in my sports fandom and viewing. And because of the recent, peacock slash fox slash big 10 network deal there's not a lot of big 10 sports because i'm a big 10 guy when at the collegiate level there's not a lot of big 10 games that get covered on espn anymore you you have to go to fs1 fox on on a sunday afternoon peacock does a thursday night big 10 basketball game and it's only on peacock too it's exclusively on peacock And then the Big Ten Network, which is, again, it's also owned by Fox. Those are those are the things that that I tend to go to for for my sports consumption. And the big hang up for me with dumping DirecTV is making sure that I have a way to watch my team uh, on the Big Ten Network, because I do watch the Big Ten Network all the time. I got the channel memorized It's channel 610 on DirecTV for those who care. And. When it like when I I a lot of times I don't know if this is true for you, but a lot of times I'll be like same thing with the Blues when they play the Bruins. I'll be like, hey, my team is uh, is playing today. They might be on television, and I just go through the Rolodex of my known sports channel, and I'm like, okay, let's start with channel six ten. Nope, not on the Big Ten Network. Okay, let's go to FS one. Nope, not on FS one. Okay, let's check Fox. Maybe it's just straight up on Fox. Nope, not on Fox. Okay, go to Peacock. Hey, there it is. Good for you. And you know, as some of the baseball contract rumors come out, I may have the ability to watch Cardinal baseball on Amazon Prime if rumors are to be believed and, and this Bally Sports thing goes stupid. And if that happens, I do believe Bally Sports also covers Blues hockey. And I might have an additional window for my, my teams. At least I hope that's true. I, I want there to be a way to maybe cut the direct TV court.
3: Yeah, I, I hear you, man. I, I was fully intending on doing that when we got, we just got new phones a few weeks ago and Apple watches and that sort of thing. And I was like, man, I really need to get rid of this shit. But I know the last time I stripped it to the basics, it was, it was very unsatisfying, you know,
1: <laughs> just like what, what, right. Like, and I, considering I, our other podcast is a, is a, is an entertainment media based podcast. It, it is nice to have as many things as possible available at our fingertips. So True. that's neither here nor there. We have a couple of things we're going to talk about. This might be a little bit of a shorter show this week as as we're just kind of making our way to the All Star Break and you know skills competition. A couple couple of names got added to the skills competition as voted on by fans, uh, and, and we'll be we'll be heading uh, heading heading that way shortly. But we did have a major coaching announcement today that popped up on the newswire as we record here on Sunday that I think is worthwhile. And we are going to talk about the, uh, the historic record set over in Edmonton with, with the victory today. And so, yeah, that'll, that'll kind of be it. And then we'll do our sort of usual run through the league as, as things have kind of like not a lot of, uh, not a lot of shaking up going on in the standings, but, uh, you know we're in that coast time until so we get to the All Star break and the and the trade deadline. Those are the two kind of the, the two big events yeah, that are coming our way.
3: Trade deadline is going to be really interesting this year, especially for our teams.
1: I think our teams are going to yeah. Gonna who be, are we dumping?
3: Yeah, or who are we? Who buying? are we unloading? Who are, are we buyers? Are we right. sellers? What are we
1: like? This is a for the for the Blues. I I feel like you've you've you fired the head coach. You've brought in a new guy. It's time to to just reset it, and if that means i got to live with last place for, for more years, um, I'm in. I, you know and I'll, and I'll just say that. I'm in. So, all right. We'll get to all of that. We'll start by talking uh, the games that were played uh, after the commercial break, so stay tuned for that. You are listening to Hockey Talk here on the Chairshot Radio Network, part of the thechairshot.com.
2: This is your boy Kenny Killer telling you to make sure you check out thechairshot.com. Bringing you breaking news, interviews, podcasts galore, everything pro wrestling. Make sure you check it out, thechairshot.com.
1: Welcome back, everyone, to Hockey Talk here on the Chairshot Radio Network, a part of thechairshot.com. Make sure you head over to prowrestlingtees.com forward slash the for all of your chairshot apparel needs. David Ungar, Patrick O'Dowd here to talk the week that was in hockey. Well, we already talked about the first part, that both of our teams stink, uh, that they stink, and that because they stink, and because they both stink, they basically, you know, in this home-and-home home, uh, split, and that was what it was. And, you yeah, know, they, kind they of ended okay up, with that. And they ended up with
3: a dead-even goal differential for them <laughs> because the Caps won 5-2 and the Blues won 3-0. Although it was cool, like T.J. Oshie, former Blue, Getting a hat trick yes. against against the Blues to to power the Caps to that win that was kind of, and then Jordan Bennington just says enough of your bullshit last night and that was all she wrote so
1: okay yeah with jo- Jordan Bennington the guy who I love and yet loathe at the same every team has that guy right where you're like I know what you can do but you don't do it every time what happened to you where are you that's my Jordan Bennington. yeah I, he uh... should. Be- I mean I saw He also deserves better, but he should be better. Well, speaking of
3: deserves better, I watched Alex Ovechkin. You know, he he's missed a few games, comes back for a couple games. Uh his role has just changed so much now in this offense that I'm starting to I don't think he's washed up, but I'm starting to think, Pat, that he's not gonna break that record in Washington. That they're gonna have to send him somewhere to a much better team who can get him open and get him opportunities. Or, and I don't know if right. he, he even needs, gives he's a, a supporting sh- cat. And I don't know if he gives a shit about that, to be honest with you, if he just wants right. to retire in Washington where he's been this whole career, but you just watch him and it's like, well, he's still got that great shot and, and, you know, okay, they've shut down the office and they're doing this and they're doing that, but man, they just have nothing going on to, you know, you know, up.
1: you know why they're not, you know why they're not going to unload him though. Uh, nostalgia. look at the wild card standings. Yeah. No, look at the they're wild card right standings. there. Technically, technically, I mean, you're a point off of Detroit. Now, it's amazing that you're a point off of Detroit, given how badly you lose when you lose games. But we all know this. Like a front office, front office isn't going to give up the ghost on talent. They're going to try to acquire talent to help O V. Now, I don't know what your chips are. Like what you have to deal that would make right. like what could you unload to get Ovechkin help? Right. Because like but, you and I, taught- you know this. I'm sorry, go ahead. Well, no, it's I was like, this isn't a St. Louis Blues situation where the the Blues are like, yeah, they're five points behind Nashville, but they're trending in the wrong direction, man. Like they're just they're not going the right way. And, you know, they're sixth. Right. Sixth or seventh. Well, actually, hold on. One, two, three, four, five. Yeah, sixth. And I out. Like they're they're a ways out. I checked you
3: earlier in the week an article that got sent over about Tyler Zegris from the uh, Anaheim ducks and, and speculation that he's the kind of young dynamic player that the caps would need, which I fully agree with. But it, I, like to your point, what do we give up to get him? You know, do you have to give like, up? What do
1: you have? And I guess that's the thing is, what do you have in the AHL? What do you have in juniors? Right. Like, what do you have that you could bargain because away? Cause you're the, not going to do it from your roster. Really. The last
3: time they did some stupid shit like this, they gave up Philip Forsberg for Martin Erat, and the franchise took years to recover from that nonsense. And it's like, yeah, do you give up their Leonard? You know who's doing really well in the in the minors? It was their top draft pick. Do You give him up? Do you give up a veteran player like Oshi? Uh, I did see Nicholas Backstrom is like traveling with them again, although I don't think he's going to play. Um, but yeah, it's like, well, they should be buyers, but yeah, what what assets do you really have to to? to give to a team like anaheim i mean yeah anaheim could use some veteran leadership sure but anyway yeah our teams are um that's why the trade deadline is going to be really interesting to see okay what exactly you know what are they going to do here
1: uh yeah it'll, it'll be fast like i said i think there'll be there'll be a lot of talent moving on from the blues i think you'll see a lot of their veterans get traded away to teams that are looking for a veteran like could I, th- Pittington I think be traded i mean he would be a big asset for anybody He could, but we just—I mean, we signed him not too long ago to a relatively like lengthy deal, if I'm not mistaken. It would be like, what kind of hit are you taking? And and every time there's been a question of is he or isn't he the guy? He he makes himself like he makes the case really strong. We don't give him up. So I don't know. We'll see. Everybody, you know, when it comes to those contending teams, they're always looking for a, a goal, a backup goalie. They're always looking for scoring there's always like get you us know, some guys who can score us and then veterans who've been there like those are those are kind of the big 3 and we'll see what happens but i fully expect right now if things hold for your caps your middling caps as as you like to say i i think they're going to be buyers at the trade deadline because they're going to see themselves as a viable wild card team that can get in and so they're going to try to make the move to get in they're not going to make the, the move to back off that would be that would be my speculation.
3: Uh, I, I think if things stay the way they are, and and I you know Spencer Carberry is doing a hell of a job as a coach. I, he's because I, and I like the fact that they have got no offense, but he's not content. He's always juggling lines. He's always looking for different combinations. He's not afraid to play the young guys. Um, so that's encouraging. But yeah, it's gonna take it's gonna take somebody a young dynamic player to bring them in and to. And to launch them in the, in the right direction, because if OB starts getting hot, then things change a lot. So, um, but yeah, I tend to. If they stay this way, they're one point behind at the trade deadline. You know that answers your question,
1: right? Okay, we got to talk about Edmonton, and here's what I love about Edmond. they lost yet. How bad?
3: No. What have they lost no. yet? They
1: are just how bad did your season start? That you have won thirteen games in a row. And do you know what place you are in the division? Uh, I'm without looking, without August looking, third, no peak. Third. Third. They are third behind Vancouver and Vegas. Now and they well, are and well in third too. <laughs> you know, like not like close. they're six points behind Vegas, and they have won thirteen games in a row. And this is a. Record, this is the longest winning streak by a Canadian team in the NHL history with their 13th consecutive victory. They did it over Calgary on Saturday. They had tied the Montreal Canadiens. Their previous record had stood, it was 12, but it stood since 67 and 68. Like, that's crazy. Um, I'm trying to find. Do you know what the record the record record is? Like for most the wins. Long, I'm trying to see.
3: Yeah, like longest win streak. It's like I think 17 or something. I think the Penguins did it. I'll double check though. Hold on.
1: Right. Like while well, you're efforting that, it's just it's it's crazy. And some of the things that like and you know some of the like fortunate things have to happen sometimes, right? For you to to put together a streak like this. But there's never been a question of talent right? Like there's just, there's never been a t- question of talent, at least on the offensive side uh, of, of the puck. And yet here we are. And you see,
3: yeah, I got wow. they,
1: 17. You're right. Yep. 17, the penguins. Seventeen. So they, they still have five games to, to, to set the NHL record. And I don't think they will. I think that somebody no. will, somebody will get them.
3: Yeah, um, God, that's right. Columbus, but then again, Columbus came close a few years ago. Oh, and yeah? the caps actually snapped that streak. I remember that, but yeah, you're but, talking about the 92-93 Penguins Stanley Cup champions. I mean, you know. <laughs> right. So,
1: well, and here's the thing is if you are Edmonton, where do you want to be in the playoffs? Like what's where do you want to What where what seed do you really want to be? You know, um
3: I phew, man, I, you know, I think I think one thing that we have to realize and and I, I know we we kind of dabbled around with it, but I think it's time to start taking Vancouver more seriously than we have been.
1: You have to, you have to, you're looking
3: at like, you're talking about 13 game win streak. They are 13 points behind the Vancouver Canucks who are, you know, as of Sunday, when we're recording eight, one in one in their last 10 as well. So they're not gaining any ground on Vancouver. And I just, I mean, I think you want to avoid Vancouver right
1: now. Well, I don't know, man, because I think Edmonton matches up pretty well well with them. And again, we got to see how teams are performing as as we head into the playoffs. We're over the halfway point of the season now at this point. Ideally. And honestly, ideally. Clearly, Edmonton's playing their best hockey. Ideally,
3: I would say, looking at the standings right now, they would want to be a wild card and to hopefully play the Winnipeg Jets in the playoffs. Because I think they match up really well with Winnipeg, and it gets them out of there. I don't think you want that 2-3 matchup with the Vegas Golden Knights in the opening round. I, I, I don't. I don't like that matchup for Edmonton in the playoffs,
1: especially because you'd have to play playing in Vegas. Right. And that's a tough, and you'd have to go in a tough environment for game home s- ice.
3: Got to go there for game seven, defending champions, lots of talent, you know, they're not slouches either. Um, I think that's a bad playoff matchup for Edmonton. So I would want to avoid that. Um, Vancouver in the playoffs, like for instance, if Vancouver is the number one team out West and, and Edmonton somehow slips to eight, they've got more experience in Vancouver and that might help them in that sort right. of a matchup. But, um, uh, Vancouver is, they're an enigma right now. They're kind of like, you know, I think you well, want to avoid Colorado for sure. <laughs> you know, st- teams like that.
1: Right. How did we sleep on Vancouver?
3: Because they underachieved so badly. Last, remember last year I was really high on them. I think I had picked them to be yep. my surprise
1: team and they underachieved. Oh, And I remember why I I slept on Vancouver. I hate their uniforms. That's what
3: it is. Who did they, did they get Horvat or no, they traded Horvat last year, didn't they? To the Islanders, the Islanders got Bo Horvat. Um, Dude, I have no idea what's going on in Vancouver, how they've gotten as good as they have. And I really probably for purposes of this show need to study up on them a little bit more and say, okay, what are they doing that has been so successful. Is it coaching? Is it, is it, you know, are they getting production from someplace you didn't expect? Is there goaltending exceptional? I don't know. But every time I
1: look, they're winning and it's like, right. Okay. Yeah. I, um. I'm actually, I was, I'm, I'm on the Vancouver site right now. And I'm looking to find stats. Can we get stats? Nope. That's not what I want. Stats or stats. There we go. Let's see who's leading the team in. Various categories. So plus,
3: they're top. Plus 57 goal differential. That certainly helps.
1: Yeah, they're scoring. So are you know, you got Brock Boser, Elias Peterson, JT Miller, all with over 20 goals so far this season.
3: That's right. Um, they
1: got JT Miller. That's that guy was yeah, like uh, under the radar,
3: really solid signing that they did.
1: Yeah. Um, there you, you asked about goal, um, about goalies, you know, Thatcher Demko. He's their he's their their guy. He's twenty four and eight. It's like it's like he, that that gift that we use for Star Who <laughs> that sort of thing? Like who is this yeah. guy? I mean, we got to pay attention to him. He's got a nine a point. You know, he's got a ninety one percent save percentage. Like the guy wow. has. You you ask the question. He's been really good. His goals against is two point four seven. Like he's he's getting it done. He's twenty four eight and one in his thirty three games played, and that's. That'll do you. It sure will. Let's looking. Let's
3: so. Uh, just kind of looking statistically leaders and stuff, and uh
1: yeah, JT. Yeah, Miller. like I just JT Miller fourth in points with sixty three. I mean know, Quinn Hughes the defenseman. He's number. You know he's got forty five assists. JT Miller by the way forty two assists. Like so that guy. I mean he's their he's their leading points guy. So they're balanced. They're a lot more balanced than yeah. some of
3: these other teams. You know you're getting. You're getting contribution from all around the lineup. You know, like you're talking Quinn Hughes, 45, bet leading. Oh, geez, look. So you got Quinn Hughes is a plus 34. Philip Ronick is a plus 33. They're leading the league in plus minus. So that's, yeah. you know, I mean, I, that that's kind yeah, of... I think that's an overrated stat to a certain extent, but it's still indicative of what's going on there.
1: Uh, right. Here's the other thing. I don't think we're the only people sleeping on Vancouver. You don't hear... Talk about how good the Vancouver Canucks are right now. You know, and, and maybe it's an East Coast, United States East Coast bias thing where it's Boston, 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 and even in Canada, we just spent how much time talking about Edmonton and Connor McDavid and, and you know that talented team. Vancouver, you know who they remind me of right now? If mm. I were to do an NBA comp, Popovich's San Antonio Spurs teams that just weren't fancy they just you know with uh tim duncan and david robinson and tony parker where they didn't do anything fancy they weren't they were they were never the team that was the flashiest they just won they just won they were the least exciting nba champions but you had to respect their game because they just won they just over and over and over again so good good stuff all right david we got charlie lindren's number three in the league in goals against average for
3: the caps like okay Hmm. when you guys win And the the Canucks right now are the president's trophy winners. If the season ends today, they beat the Bruins out by one point. That's insane.
1: (laughs) And nobody's talking about them, but we have to go and take our second commercial break. uh, And and maybe we'll pay some more attention to the Canucks on some future broadcasts. Uh, When we come back, we do want to talk about one major coaching hire that happened today as we record. So by Tuesday, it'll be a couple of days, Uh, but we're going to talk all about it. When we come back, You are listening to Hockey Talk here on the ChairShot Radio Network, a part of the ChairShot.com.
4: What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify?
2: Promotional consideration paid for by the following. Hey, folks, PC Tony here. Thanks to our new partnership with Angry Lemonade, you can save 10% on physical products and digital commissions using the promo code CHAIRSHOT. Head to angrylemonade.net to check out their amazing catalog of products and services. Use the promo code CHAIRSHOT to save 10%. That's angrylemonade.net.
1: Welcome back, everyone, to Hockey Talk. Patrick O'Dowd David Ungar talking everything in the week that was in the NHL. ProWrestlingTees.com for forward slash the chair shot to help take care of all of your chair shot swag needs. $19.99 shirt, spend a few dollars more, get soft style, your giblets will thank you. Dave, said, now eight years ago, if you just play by the numbers, Patrick Waugh was a was a head coach in the National Hockey League. Was he? Oh, it was he? What? Was he? Who did he coach? I forget. Was he? Um, I'm trying to look. Oh, the avalanche. Oh, uh, oh, okay. For three for three seasons, 13 to 16, and then resigned <laughs> in August of 2016. So less than less than um eight years ago, given where we are in the calendar or whatever. Just playing the numbers. Um, uh, but today that changed. Today, here, Sunday, January twenty first. Well, January twentieth, twenty twenty four. So yesterday, because the New York Islanders announced that Patrick Waugh has been hired as the head coach for the New York Islanders replacing Lane Lambert. Now, I I I always like I was a I was a Colorado Avalanche fan back in the WA days. Like they were like my my backup team to the Blues. It's been no secret Peter Forsberg is like my favorite hockey player uh, of all time outside of the Blues and outside of Brett Hull. But when it comes down to goalies that I always imagined as like Just unstoppable. Patrick Waugh was one of those guys. Like Hall of Fame credentials. And, uh, you know, he, in his time with the Avalanche, he was 130-92-24 before he retired, before he resigned. Uh, He was 3-4 of in seven Stanley Cup playoff games. He is quoted as saying he's excited about this. He won't lie. He has some ideas and some changes he'd love to make. But if you'd permit me, I will talk to the players before mentioning them to a reporter. So he's got something up his sleeve, but he wants to talk to his team first, which makes a lot of sense. There's another story that was published today that talked about this kind of being a little bit of a redemption opportunity for Patrick Waugh. He did resign, which generally means he was probably about to get fired. So this is second chance. Dave, your reaction to the Islanders hiring Patrick Waugh, bringing him to New York. Well, we, we talk about underachieving teams and I think the New
3: York Islanders absolutely qualify right now as a, uh, outside looking in as far as a plan, you know, let's be honest, they're not that far off the pace either. So at this point, you know, whoever their general manager is, and I don't follow the Islanders because I despise them. Um, but you know, it's, it's just a caps thing, but, uh, yeah, I I don't remember was, uh you know, his run in Colorado. Obviously it wasn't that excellent because the Avalanche were trash for many years, which is how they got Nathan McKinnon, Kale McCarr and all this other stuff. But uh, you know, it, it's it's tough, you know, because just because you were a great player and you know, Wah was a tremendous player in Colorado. He was the last goalie to win a cup for a Canadian hockey team, you know, in the Stanley Cup. But I, I like the idea of putting him in there and, and something i don't know where has he been an assistant somewhere for a few years or do you know what's been going on with him i haven't heard anything about you know it. it
1: doesn't it doesn't really say what he's been up to that's the thing is it sounds like i mean if you read the like if you go through and i'm actually going to bring up the other yeah. the other piece on him real quick the wh- weight is lifted i mean it sounds like
3: let's see like yeah something. let's see what they like say like it
1: just says yeah it just it doesn't really say much he was the vice president of like you got to remember when Wah was with the avalanche he was the vice president of hockey operations um he just he didn't do it and then his phone didn't ring
3: yeah but, so
1: like and and you know
3: shout out all acknowledgement you know hat tip and and whatever the hell you want to call it to bleacher report they're they're talking about it the Wah hire was instantly described as stunning and shocking and immediately prompted the bleacher report hockey team to assess it and i mean i used to be a freaking columnist for the caps on bleacher report anyway so i got some ability
1: to comment but you know they're talking instant yeah i mean instant he was, credibility he was a coach he was yeah he was coaching in quebec he he coached the ramparts uh the quebec ramparts for five seasons and led them to the memorial cup last season so that's that's what he's been up to but he hasn't been in the nhl since he left the avalanche he was the vp of hockey
3: operations in 2013 he's the one who picked nathan mckinnon so obviously he's got an
1: eye for talent you know that's for damn sure sure absolutely um so but okay so here's the thing is i always one of my favorite podcasts not a part of the chair shot radio network family of podcasts that i like to listen to is um is called, uh, oh, shoot, I'm going to forget the name of it now. Uh, it's the CB- it's like the CBS college football podcast that they have. The um, Let's get to my subscriptions. It is called the Cover 3 Podcast. The Cover 3 Podcast. And there's a guy on there named Tom Fernelli. And he's like, I like the hire. I have no idea if it'll work out. That's what he says after every college football team hires somebody. He's like, I like that hire. I have no idea if it'll work out. Unless it is a genuinely terrible hire. Yeah, it looks so, like he
3: went back to the Quebec Ramparts after
1: Colorado. Yeah, He's just said. been kind of hanging out there, right? I said that earlier. I, yeah, he uh, won, yeah, he won the Memorial Cup. I, okay. Or he led them to the Memorial Cup. So, like it's not like he was a te- like he wasn't a terrible coach in juniors when he coached the Ramparts before he took over in Colorado and he went back to the Ramparts after 2 years away from coaching and was solid in Colorado. So, or solid in Quebec again. So, he, there it is. Uh, we'll see. Yeah. I
3: let's go. If you're, an, if you're an Islanders fan, I'm sure they're like, yeah, let's go because they're another mid season coaching change as you know that. And th- this one's kind of a little bit surprising. I mean, I know the Islanders were underachieving, but you know, they're right in the thick of it. So it's not like, that's not where you normally yeah. see the changes are made. Is like a team that's right in the, in the heat of the battle for the wild card position. When but when
1: a team's not where they want to be though, man, that's, that's how it goes. So, no, and
3: they should be top three yeah. in
1: the Metro. They really should. So, all right, we'll wait and see how this hire goes. Wah makes his debut, I think, against, is it Dallas? Is that who they're taking on? His first, uh, his first official game. Let's see. I was
3: hoping you, had, was hoping you were on it. Um, I am, but I'm just trying to get the uh, schedule to pull up. Huh. See. Okay. Scores. Oh, well, Flyers are winning. Yeah, <laughs> they're playing the Dallas Stars today in
1: Nassau. Yeah, so today as we're recording on sunday so we'll have to see how it goes uh hopefully it's a a warm reception to their new coach and hopefully the team responds dave we're gonna close the book right there that's gonna do it for another edition of hockey talk back-to-back episodes before a likely week off of patrick redown as he goes and hones <laughs> his his craft his his bowling craft get if your, you will get
3: your craft and get-
1: gotta try and win those monies all right buddy Tell everybody where they can find you out there in the socials and on the chair shot radio network.
3: You can find me on the platform. We affectionately call Twix right now at attitude ag. That is at attitude, a G G facebook.com slash attitude of aggression and threads and in Instagram at attitude of aggression, all one word.
1: And you can follow me on the X Twitter at wrestling realist. That is at W R E S T L N G R E A L I S T. You can also catch that. Ha, uh, handle on Instagram, Threads, multiple social social media locations. Be sure to give me a follow, and you will get a lot of non sequiturs about how I'm angry about my sports teams, and occasionally I rag on AEW wrestling, and, and that's kind of that's kind of my life. But um, you can you catch me every Monday. T- every time I try to watch it, it gives me a reason to never watch it again. <laughs> anyway, that's neither here nor there. You can catch me every Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday on the Chart Radio Network. Monday talking nerd. Stuff with Dave and a couple other uh, nerds on Bandwagon Nerds. Tuesdays is Hockey Talk, of course. You're here listening now. And Wednesdays, I'm talking wrestling with one Greg DeMarco. Thank you, everyone, for listening to this week's edition of Hockey Talk. We will catch you in a couple weeks when we bring you back all of the excitement that was in the National Hockey Hockey League. You've been listening to Hockey Talk here on the Chairshot Radio Network, part of the Chairshot.com